0: working from home <laughs> same. amidst this corona situation it's very interesting it really is Ooh. shout out to
1: any of y'all that are working from home too in yeah. the next indefinite future hopefully most everyone is so that we can prevent the spread of this
0: yeah stay the fuck home yeah or Please. you know whatever the hashtag is
1: and listen to hot for Dresses podcast yes this is jessica And this
0: is Jamie. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you. Apologize that this episode's going up late this week. Um, Yeah. I was almost stuck in Reno for three days. (laughs) Um, I guess I'll tell that story.
1: Yeah, so, like, what? This has been such a year this week. Like... (laughs) Yeah, what a year this week has been. Um <laughs> honestly, like and it's only Wednesday. <laughs> it's only Wednesday. We are hit with a pandemic. We all have to work from home. Mm-hmm. Like it snowed. It's been raining and it basically yeah. was summer like before this and now it's not at all. Like literally last week it was so
0: nice and then we leave on Friday or we're getting ready to leave on Thursday for a bachelorette party for yeah. my friend Victoria. Um, and on Thursday, we're like, oh shit, it might snow. Mm-hmm. So she luckily bought some chains for Smart. her tires. Good. And we're like, okay, luckily, we, or maybe we'll not have to use them, like, cross our fingers. We get on the road at 11 a.m. on Sunday to come home and we get turned around. And they're like, oh, the roads are closed. There's an avalanche warning and no there's way. zero visibility. And we're like, are cool. you sure? Is it that bad? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you sure we can't drive? <laughs> are you positive? Like, can we try? What percentage are you? <laughs> what, right? Are you feeling? Like, yeah, it might be cleared up by Tuesday. They said. Oh
1: no. And I'm. And we were
0: like, I'm sorry. You said what now? Tuesday? <laughs> and they're like, Yeah, it might be like this for like the next three days. Oh my and gosh. And so, luckily, my dad had comped rooms at a hotel up there. So he was Very able to lucky. get us a free reservation. And um, Victoria's mom like was like, Oh, I'll pay for your guys' you know, like food and stuff because you guys weren't intending to stay for five days. Yeah. And then we went to the casino and gambled for a bit, checked back into the hotel. The same hotel we had just checked out of, like, an hour beforehand. (laughs) So, these people probably thought we were nuts. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, we go, like, gamble. Like, I drink a beer. And then we're, like, we're, like, constantly checking the weather. Like, it stops snowing. And then we're, like, oh, shit, the roads are open. And this is, like, 5 o'clock. And we're, like, okay, we pack all of our shit back up. We don't tell the hotel we're leaving.
1: We fucking leave. Just in case, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then... We didn't end up getting home until like 12, 1230 in the morning. Oh my gosh. And that included like a 30 minute stop at In-N-Out, which is like neither here nor I mean, there. Yeah. That's necessary after that though. <laughs> right. But like, literally that was like one of the last things we did. Oh my gosh. Like on our way home. Like we got that, we stopped there at like nine or 930. Yikes. Like it took us that long to get over like the mountains. And normally, for reference, to get from, like, where I live to Reno is, like, three, three and a half hours. Yeah. It took us, I mean, if we're counting from when we first tried to leave. Yeah. A over long 12 ass hours time. <laughs> but,
1: like, if we're counting from when we left until we got home, it was, like, six and a half, seven hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, we were planning on recording Sunday mm-hmm. um, to get our episode up on Monday, but that didn't happen. and No. Yeah. It's just been a weird week. Yeah, and then
0: I get a call on Monday from my boss at noon when she woke me up at noon. <laughs> and oops. Um, and she's like, hey, um, just so you know, the office is going to be closed effective, like, tonight. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? So I had to, like, go to, like, my office, like, in, like, sweatpants and, like, collect the, like, bare bones essentials that I needed. Yeah. Send myself an email with, like, all my passwords to, yeah. like,
1: everything. You. And then go to the store and pick up my quarantine haul. Well, now, so you're you live in one of the counties that is in shelter in place. Yes. I do not. You do but not. We are still practicing that right now.
0: Anyways, yeah. To be safe. like it's all
1: voluntary for you guys. Yeah. Yes. And for us, it's mandated. <laughs> yeah. Like we're well. So my mom is um, immunocompromised. So I really just like have her in mind. Well, I, I haven't mean, same. seen her, you know. But yeah, yeah. I, it's. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, a, I,
0: I, if I could go back in time, I probably wouldn't have gone to Reno. Yeah. Like, knowing what
1: I know now. Well, this situation has evolved so rapidly. Like, my right. campus was open. We, as of, like, Monday, I normally work from home Mondays. So, mm-hmm. Monday, you know, they're, like, we're operating as normal. Um, you mm-hmm. can work from home if you want to. It's up to you. And so, after some, like, deliberation, I was, like, you know, I'm going to request work from home for, like, Four days we can go in one day a week. Right. Well, then to yesterday, you know, things just are starting to change. So I was like, I'm uh-huh. not going in tomorrow. I have no meetings. I'm just not going to go in. Um, and then we get notification today that campus is closing, effective, mm. like, immediately. Um, Wild. We all need to, you know, unless you're, like, an essential person on campus, then, right. like, you need to work from home. So, thankfully, we have, you know, I ha- we have that opportunity mm-hmm. to do that where a lot of people don't, and they're facing a really serious financial crisis right now. A million percent.
0: Like, my office, like, we normally would never be allowed to work from home. Like, this is, like, a true emergent situation just because we are like in healthcare, and if we weren't in these shelter-in-place counties like we would still be in the office as we were last week yeah and even through monday so all this is very wild and um yeah if you're going through it right now we're so sorry and we feel you yeah
1: all we're Um, all just doing our best trying to cope be here for each other but yeah this is hard very unprecedented like I was asking my mom, have you ever... Has this ever happened before, like, in your mm-hmm. lifetime? You know, because there's been other, like, epidemics right. of, of like, SARS and stuff. But she was like, no, not on this level. And no, I mean, that's like, scary.
0: Yeah, none of these other, you know, like, pandemics and shit that, like, in our lifetime even, like, were anywhere close to, like, being this crazy.
1: No. So, but the good thing is, you know, we're trying to keep it um, not as... We're trying to keep it low, flatten the curve. Yeah. People take it seriously. Like, I, I went on a walk with my dogs and I saw these two teenagers out making TikToks. Like, come on, practice some social distancing. You can manage yes. it for two weeks, three weeks, however long we need to so that people don't freaking die.
0: Yeah, and, like, that's the unfortunate thing is, like, all these, like, you know, kids
1: and stuff, like, don't get it. No, they don't get it. Because no, it is what it yeah, is, but. It's started on that yeah (laughs) anyways
0: (laughs) kids anyways yes anyways um also real quick psa if you are currently struggling with anything um you can reach out to um depending on your situation uh you can get apply for state disability if you're out of job or if your hours are reduced you can apply for state disability depending on where you live if you if you have a family member that is stuck at home like if you your kids are out of school you can apply for paid family leave through the government yep Uh, or if you're taking care of a sick relative or you yourself have the coronavirus or anything like that you can pay get disability or family leave for that
1: yep i mean and i think this is through the state of california right
0: uh actually femla is federal
1: okay oh great yeah so just so you know people Mm -hmm. and Um, you know if you and i think most states are doing the disability thing yeah I would imagine. They
0: are. Yeah, okay. I know California is, and I know most of our listenerships in California, so that should apply to you, but if it, if you're in another state, look at your local state government and what they're doing.
1: Yeah. they should. And, yeah. So, with that being said, you are up first today. Okay, dokie. So, this is a case that I've been, like, toying
0: if I want to do it or not do it, because it's, okay. like, really fucking sad. Uh, um, and it's, like, kind of a lot, but bummer. I think it's... It's a huge bummer, but it's, like, super interesting. There's a lot of, like, theories about it. Okay. Um, you may or may not have heard of this, and I know, like, some TV shows, like, CSI has done, like, a spin on it. Mm-hmm. And, like, other shows have done spins on it. Um, the Boy in the Box. I have not. Okay. So, um, I'm getting this from Wikipedia. I also read some other articles and stuff about it. But I'm just going to read from Wikipedia just because it's what I do. And I don't, you know, <laughs> what I, I don't do. know how to properly write anything because I'm That's not a fine. good adult. I barely can't pass college. Okay, (laughs) we're just living our best lives. (laughs) We try. Um, So the boy in the box is a name given to an unidentified murder victim, a four to five year old boy. Also, that's been kind of speculated too. It's I've seen a lot of different age ranges from like Mm -hmm. three to seven, but like kind of four to five is the most generally agreed upon age range. Okay. But like some people say, he could have been as young as three or as old as seven. But it's hard to tell based on the remains. That's still really sad. Yeah. Um, a four to five year old boy whose naked battered body was found in a bassinet box in the Fox Chase section of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on February 25th of 1957. He's also commonly called America's Unknown Child. His identity has never been discovered and the case remains open. Wow. Um, in February of 1957, a boy's body wrapped in a plaid blanket was found in the woods off of Susquehanna. I might have fucked that up. I probably (laughs) fucked that up. It's fine. But it's okay. It's fine. fine. Remember the time it was fine? (laughs) It's all fine. still fine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Off of Susquehanna Road in Fox Chase, Philadelphia. The naked body was found inside of a cardboard box, which had once contained a bassinet uh, sold by J.C. Penney's. The boy's hair had been recently cropped, possibly after death, as clumps, clumps of hair had clung to the body. There were signs of severe malnourishment as well as surgical scars on the ankle and groin area and an L-shaped scar under his chin. The body was first discovered by a young man who was checking his muskrat muskrat traps. Um, Fearing that the police would confiscate his traps, he did not report what he had found. A few days later, a college student spotted a rabbit running into the underbrush. Knowing that there were animal traps in the area, he stopped his car to investigate and discovered the body. He too was reluctant to have any contact with the police, but he did report what he had found the following day. Wow. Mhm. Uh, the police received the report and opened an investigation on February 26th of 1957. The dead boy's fingerprints were taken and the police were first optimistic that he would soon be identified. However, nobody ever came forward with any useful information. The case attracted massive media attention in the Philadelphia and Delaware Valley. The Philadelphia Inquirer printed 400,000 flyers depicting the boy's wow. likeness. Right, isn't that like hella? Yeah. Um, especially for the 50s. Yeah, it, it, it was a, a huge reach. Yeah. Um, which were sent out and posted across the area and were included in every gas bill in Philadelphia. The crime scene was combed over and over again by 270 police academy recruits who discovered a man's blue corduroy cap, a child's scarf, and a man's white handkerchief with the letter G in the corner. All clues that led nowhere. The police also distributed a post-mortem photograph of the boy fully dressed in a seated position as he may have looked like in life in hopes that it may lead to a clue. Also, no, thank you. I would yeah, not like to see that. No,
1: poor baby.
0: I know. Um, despite the publicity and sporadic interest throughout the years, the boy's identity is still unknown. Their case remains unsolved to this day. In March 20, 21st of 2016, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children released a forensic facial reconstruction of the victim and added him into their database. In August of 2018, Barbara Ray Venter, the genetic genealogist that helped identify the Golden State Killer, yeah. using it, uh huh, <laughs> using a DNA profiling technique, said that she was using the same method to try to identify the boy in the box. Amateur groups that use online databases such as the Doe Network and WebSleuth have also tried to solve his identity. Hmm. So now here's the theories, okay. and this is like bonkers. Okay. So, many tips and theories have been advanced in the case. Although most of these have been dismissed, two theories have generated considerable interest among the police and media. They've each been extensively investigated. So, first is the foster home. This theory concerns a foster home that was located about one and a half miles from the site of the body. In 1960, Remington Bristow, an employee of the medical examiner's office who do- doggedly pursued the case until his death in 1993, contacted a New Jersey psychic who told him to look for a house that matched the foster home. When the psychic was brought to the Philadelphia discovery site, she led Bristow directly to the foster home. Upon upon attending an estate sale at the foster home, Bristow discovered a bassinet similar to the one sold at J.C. Penney's. He also discovered blankets hanging on the clothesline that were similar to the one that his body has been wrapped in. Bristow believed that the boy belonged to the stepdaughter of the man who ran the foster home and that they disposed of his body so the stepdaughter would not be exposed as an unwed mother. He theorized that the boy's death had probably been an accident. Despite this circumstantial evidence, the police were not able to find many definite links between the boy in the box and the foster family. In 1998, a Philadelphia police lieutenant, Tom Augustine, who was in charge of the investigation, let uh, him and several members of the uh, Vidok Society, a group of retired policemen and, and profilers, uh, interviewed the foster father and stepdaughter whom he had married.
1: Oh, not gross. weird at all.
0: And then the investigation was closed. So, none of that's weird at all. Right. Not one bit. Okay. The other popular theory is a woman known as M or Martha. Um, Another theory that was brought forward in February of 2002 by a woman identified only as Martha. Police considered her story to be plausible, but were troubled by her testimony as she had a history of mental illness. M claimed that her abusive mother had purchased the unknown boy whose name she claimed was Jonathan from his birth parents in the summer of 1954. Subsequently, the boy was subjected to extreme physical and sexual abuse for two and a half years. One evening at dinner, The boy vomited up his meal of baked beans and was given a severe beating, where his head was slammed against the floor until he was semi-conscious. He was given a bath, during which he died. These details matched information known only to the police, as the coroner found that the boy's stomach had contained remains of baked beans and that his fingers were water-wrinkled. Wow. M's mother cut the boy's distinctive long hair, accounting for the unprofessional haircut which police noted in their investigation, in an effort to conceal his identity. M's mother forced her to assist her in dumping the boy's body in the fox chase area. She said that as they were preparing to remove the boy's body from the trunk of a car, a passing male motorist pulled alongside to inquire whether they needed help. M was ordered to stand in front of the car's license plate to shield it from view, while the mother convinced the would-be good Samaritan that there was no problem. The man eventually drove off. The story corroborated completely. A confidential testimony given by a male witness in 1957 who said that the body had been placed in a box previously discarded at the scene in spite of the outward plausibility of m's confession police were unable to verify her story a neighbor who had access to her house during the stated time period denied that there had ever been a young boy living there and dismissed her claims as ridiculous
1: hmm how'd you okay i know isn't that insane how would she know all of that, though? Like, did they release any of that information? I mean, you know, sometimes they say they don't, but they had, they, like, did on right. accident or whatever, and people pick up on it. Yeah, and it's also possible that, like, she was crazy and, like, things happened to fit. Yeah, that's true. But, but I think that's still... my favorite theory.
0: That's like, interesting. I, and yeah. so
1: sad. It just, like, really hurts my heart that people can do that to, to children Right, because, like, that time frame would put him
0: at, like, I think, like, four or five. Um, or, uh, yeah, like, four and a half, five when this happened, if that theory is true. Yeah. Or her story is true. But, and I, I, I don't know, I kind of buy it, to be 100% honest. Yeah.
1: But, like, yeah. that would make sense though. for the scarring
0: and, like, other things. Like, he was malnourished. Like, he was abused. Like, yeah. that makes sense. It makes more sense than the
1: foster family story to me yes but also that theory is plausible because right people had a thing about women having babies
0: right and also like the stepdad married the stepdaughter and the whole thing's funky and yeah i don't like it i don't know um there are some other theories um one is forensic artist frank bender developed a theory that the victim might have been raised as a girl the child's unprofessional haircut which appeared to have been performed in haste was the basis for the scenario as well as the appearance of eyebrows having been styled in 2008 uh, bender released a sketch of the unidentified child with long hair reflecting the strands found on the body um, also in 2016 two writers one from la uh, jim hoffman and the other from new jersey uh, Louis romano uh, explained that they believed that they had discovered a potential identity from memphis tennessee and requested that dna be compared between the family members and the child the lead was originally discovered by a Philadelphia man who introduced Romano and Hoffman to each other, and was developed and presented, with the help of the men, to the Philadelphia Police Department and the Vidoc uh, the Society in early 2013. In December of 2013, Romano became aware of the lead and re- had agreed to help the man from Philadelphia and Hoffman to obtain DNA from the particular family member in 2014, which was quickly sent to Philadelphia Police Department. Local authorities confirmed that they would investigate the lead, but said that they would need to do more research on the circumstances surrounding the link to, the, to Memphis, Tennessee, before comparing the DNA. I don't know why they would wait to do that. It just seems dumb. Um, but in December of 2017, Homicide uh, Sergeant Bob Kohlmeier, Kohlmeier? Sure. Uh, confirmed that the DNA taken from the Memphis man was compared to the fox chase boy, and there was no connection. Um... the boy in the box was originally held in a potter's field uh, originally buried in a potter's field Jesus Christ I can't read Um, in 1998 his body was exhumed for the purpose of extracting DNA which was obtained from an on a tooth he was reburied at the Ivy Hill Cemetery in Cedarbrook, Philadelphia which which donated a large plot to him the coffin, headstone, and funeral service were donated by the son of a man who had buried the boy in 1957 that's really sweet yeah um there was a significant public attendance and media coverage at the reburial the grave has a large headstone bearing the words america's unknown child city residents keep the grave decorated with flowers and stuffed animals Um, maybe so um in pop culture um the show america's most wanted in october of 1998 and july of 2008 um profiled the case um the shows Cold Case, CSI, and Law and Order SVU have all feature- featured fictionalized episodes drawn from the Boy in the Box case. Um, and NBC Ten Philadelphia aired an investigative piece on um, March 2nd of two thousand and sixteen um, on the case as well. If you wanted to try to find any episodes or things about it, that's so sad. I know. Um, that so that my heart. is. I know. Um, so that's the Boy in the Box. Poor boy. Um, I'll. I, there was pictures and stuff of the like reconstruction that the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children did, the, like original photos which
1: are really gruesome. I'll probably yeah. post those like last in the okay, yeah, just trigger thing. warning so people know.
0: Yeah, because yeah. the reconstruction isn't as gross, right? Um, or yeah. gruesome or you know funky. Um, okay. and then you know, uh, there's like a you know photos of the crime scene and stuff too. I'll
1: include that too. People suck. People do suck. You know, though, I bet, what are the odds that there, someone is obviously related to this kid. Right. Like, how have they not found somebody? The lady who is doing the genetic genealogy, I bet you will Mm -hmm. be able to find something.
0: I think so, too. When I saw that she was, like, involved, I was
1: like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Like, good for her. Because there's, like, I mean, there's got to be some, Mm -hmm. someone. But also, this lends a good point. If you have gotten your DNA done and you have not uploaded it to GEDmatch, please do so. Because, um, you know, you can't, police can't access it from Ancestry or 23andMe. They can access it if you opt in on GEDmatch. So go do yep. that. So um, that's something that I definitely want to do, like, yeah. this year. I just got mine done, so I um, plan to upload it. Like, I just got my results the other day nice what are you, if you don't I'm mind white trying? AF surprise <laughs> um, no um well, my- <laughs> I yeah like I am uh I expected pretty much all my results but pretty I'm like uh, British Irish um I have some like uh, Croatian and then um Native American that's nifty yeah
0: um, My dad did one a couple years ago, so that's like one of the reasons I've been like kind of like tiptoeing around doing it. Yeah, because I'm like I already have half of it known. Um, but I would I'd be interested in doing the twenty three and Me one because he did an ancestry one, which like, they're not as in depth.
1: Yeah, because the twenty yeah. three and Me, like I'd be interested in like the health stuff personally. Yeah, I didn't um, do the health. I got it for a gift for my birthday, but um, uh, it uh, it is more detailed because my mom did the ancestry one. Hmm. Um. So, I kind of had a pretty good idea, but she said. This is not sponsored, by the way. Right. No. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so she said that mine was more detailed than what she got back. Interesting. But, you know, also, as time goes on, they get more advanced in the testing they can do. So, yeah. So, yeah. If you have the means, get your shit tested and upload it onto GEDmatch and opt in. So that police can use it. Okay, that's my PSA for the day. <laughs> one of <if> many. <laughs> my case is pretty short because there's not a ton of info. Um, it it is also an old one. Ooh, we didn't um, plan this. No, we didn't. So I am inspired by the documentary that came. Well, yeah, documentary that came out called The Most Dangerous Animal of All, which is about a man who believes his biological father was the Zodiac Killer. Mm -hmm. And so I found this case and I was like, huh, okay. Um, It is about the murder of Ray Davis. Um, He was a 29-year-old taxi driver uh, in Oceanside, California, which for anyone who is uh, unsure of that, I, it is in Southern California, I think near um, Camp Pendleton, which is uh, a San Diego area. I was say, I think it's closer to San Diego than oh, like L.A. Way down there. So April 10th, 1962, Ray radioed his cab dispatcher that he was going to take a fare to South Oceanside around 11.10 p.m. The next day, his body was found dumped in an alley near some of Oceanside's most influential like... People, they're mm-hmm. uh, near their home. so like the mayor, the bougie rich people, yeah, the bougie people. Um, he had been shot once in the back of the head through the driver's. Oh no, shot once in the back through the driver's seat and then once in the head. So they could tell like he had material from the seat or whatever. Okay, that's how they knew he got shot. Like okay, it was lodged in him. Yeah. Um. I didn't like. I didn't like saying that. That was gross. I'm sorry. It's yeah, but you're yes. Um. And so, basically, the assumption was that he was killed by his last passenger. Um, the oh motive shit. didn't appear to be robbery because I don't think anything was really missing. So investigators believed that he was murdered for sport, which what? It becomes evident later because um, that previ- the previous day, a caller had phoned the police with a threat. They said, "I'm going to pull something here in Oceanside, and you will never be able to figure it out." The call was reported publicly a few days later, um, like after Ray had been murdered. I don't like that one bit. No. So there was a second phone call later on. Um, according to the police, the caller said, do you remember me calling last week and telling you that I was going to pull a real baffling crime? I killed the cab driver and, driver, and I'm going to get me a bus driver next. What the fuck? Yeah. So, so is he just
0: going after like all sorts of like vehicle drivers?
1: I don't know, cause I don't think that there was anything else that happened. At least that's not reported in the article that I was that's reading. That's bonkers. So, Christy Hawthorne, a historian, um, she began examining this shooting. Um, she's she's a um, she. She basically looked at the shooting and the the phone calls. Mm-hmm. She noticed a lot of similarities between this and possibly one of the most infamous unsolved serial killers in the United States, a.k.a. the Zodiac Killer.
0: I was really wondering how this looped into
1: this TV show you wanted me to watch. So I'm glad that this all circled back. It does. Yes. So they posed the question, maybe he started his reign of terror in Oceanside before going up to the area.
0: Well, and, like, he liked to, like, alert the media and, like, the police that he was doing shit.
1: Yeah. And then maybe, like, eventually he evolved into, like, you know, having all the cryptology or, like, the signs and the letters and anyways. Right. So, um. This makes me want to watch that Jake Gyllenhaal movie really bad. Oh, God. That movie is so
0: long. It's on Netflix. I know. It is. I actually almost turned it on today while I was working from home. I. And then I chose to watch, like, three other movies instead.
1: I watched it a little over some I've seen it's it like just, a million years ago. Yeah, it's just so slow.
0: I, I want to say I saw it like either when it first came out or like not that long after it came out. Because I want to say it came out in like the like, mid-2000s. I'm going to Google it because I, I need to know so. now.
1: Yeah, yeah I, Google it. Like, anyway. My heart is telling me like 2005 to 2010. Yeah, I remember watching it my senior year of high school for the first time. It came out in 2007. See, I was okay. like literally exactly right. Yeah, it has Mark Ruffalo in it too. It does have Mark Buffalo
0: in it. Buffalo, <laughs> Mark Buffalo. <laughs> I almost bought a short one time that had like his face superimposed over a buffalo. That's really great. You should have bought it. I know, but I don't it was know why like two, it was one it. of those like campaign things that was like a they donated it to, like a thing, and I like just missed it. <laughs> Rip.
1: Mm, okay. Um. Yeah. So sorry. I digress. It's okay. Christy, the historian, took all of her findings to Oceanside Police Department. They submitted the ballistics and fingerprint evidence for reanalysis. However, the crime lab determined that they could not test any f- like the ballistics any further, um, probably you know because it, the evidence is old. Um, and there's been no update as to the fingerprint evidence as to like whether hmm. it matched anything or whatever. Um, Ray had been killed with a twenty-two caliber gun with long rifle ammunition. It is the same type of gun and ammunition that was used in the first confirmed Zodiac killer case that had happened less than seven years later. Hmm. So, but, I
0: mean, like, I, I feel like, like a twenty-two is a pretty common gun. Probably, yeah. So I feel like that's probably
1: circumstantial. Used with long rifle ammo. I mean, the whole thing is very right. circumstantial. I mean, it is similar in that he killed a cab driver, but also it's kind of interesting because for those of you who aren't super familiar with Zodiac, like he didn't he also killed a cab driver in San Francisco, but he did mm-hmm. that after he had been killing couples and Right. So, he, like, went on the spree of, like, killing couples on lover's lanes and yada yada. Like, various, uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, being super creepy. And then he killed the taxi driver. And that was kind of, like, towards the end of when he, his spree. He was, like, active. Yeah. And, like, didn't he so, either, like, call the cops from a pay phone, like, right before or right after? I can't remember. But he did taunt the police a lot. Which... I mean it's is is is, yeah. is is similar in this case but also like in this case he killed the driver and it, it said he dumped him in an alley. I don't know where his car was. Um oh. in 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 the Bay Area when he killed people, he killed them and then left them. And like he killed the taxi driver and then left like him in the car. Mm. So mm-hmm. I don't really know. I mean who knows? Maybe, maybe not. Um, Zodiac Web Sleuths are very interested in this. Um, You know, you never know, but you could be reaching. Um, Yeah. I got uh, this information from an ABC uh, 10 article by Derek Stahl, which, of course, we will link. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I don't know how I feel about it. It it has some similarities for sure, but... Who really knows right? I mean the guy that did it right. <laughs> but also that was like um a long time ago so like 50 years, years ago almost 58 years almost. so yeah see you math that better than I did. Well yes, um, almost <laughs> yeah, 50. Woo math. I'm getting kind of okay at it. <laughs> it's all the working from home. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is my brain exercising it. But yeah, so uh. that's my mine, um, and it does tie into that documentary because that's about Zodiac Killer. Um, it doesn't, like, super-duper go into the Zodiac Killer's crimes, but it, it's interesting. I suggest you watch it because we will be recapping that next I think next week. week. Yes. Yeah. I had to think plan. about what week this was and versus yeah. when our next recap was going up. But yeah, next week. That is the plan, um, barring any issues, which, you know... It's a weird time, so... Things are very weird right now. If you have the means to watch this during your potential quarantine right now, watch it, and we'll talk about it. It's on Hulu. Um, Also, Instagram, for some reason, has not been working for us, which is why we have not posted on our Instagram, but on our Facebook, so we don't know why we can't post, so we will try to, like, add the pictures to our story um, tonight or tomorrow morning, but we're gonna do our best um, yeah if not then it will be on our Facebook um we'll hopefully be able to get Instagram fixed I don't know why yeah, it, it doesn't work for me it doesn't work for her right because usually it's just her that it doesn't work for it and it works for me yeah <laughs> and that um, is Jamie talking if you cannot tell our voices apart
0: and if you can't then
1: you know either this is your first time listening right and go back and listen to all attention. our other <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> go back and listen to our other episodes
0: yeah, there's good shit in there. Um, and if you're quarantined and
1: bored, right. go listen to The Backlog. You're, list- you're working from home? Put our podcast on.
0: Yeah, because sometimes I'll listen to an old podcast or watch a movie or a TV show. I've watched a hundred times and I'm trying to work because I don't right. have to, like, really
1: pay attention. Right, but you, like, kind of want to pay attention. You need something going. Right. So, so
0: what better than our voices? I agree. Or, you know, if you're all caught up here shameless self promo you can also (laughs) listen to muggle problems which is my other podcast or weekend plans which is my husband's podcast there we go boom boom yeah
1: knocked it out
0: exactly you're welcome we
1: solved your work from home part of it part of your problem
0: there's endless hours of content between all of our podcasts (laughs) (laughs) Very (laughs) um so So, what's something fun and fresh that you'd like to share that's been positive in your life this last week or so oh yikes um I can go first. Yeah, go ahead. Let me think about it. Okay, great. So while my trip to Reno was probably not quarantine friendly, and by probably, I mean definitely not. <laughs> and again, hindsight is twenty twenty. You yeah. know, had I known the escalations this was going to take, probably wouldn't have gone. But right. I already paid for my trip, so there's also that. And I'm a broke bitch, so, you know, I'm Fine. not out here trying to lose a couple hundred bucks. I
1: feel you. So, I feel you.
0: <laughs> even though I did give money to that casino. Hmm. <laughs>
1: rip, that's but my, I did steal yeah. their
0: toilet paper, so jokes on Good for on them. you.
1: I'm about to run out.
0: Yeah, well, luckily, like, two Panda. weeks before all this shit went down, no pun intended, <laughs> I bought a case at Costco, but just one because I'm not an asshole, yeah, and if right. you're an asshole that bought more than one thing of toilet paper that you don't need, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, you're an asshole. Sorry, or, that's all like I have to say about that. Like, people
1: hoarding diapers and formula, you're rude. If you would just stop, mm-hmm. if everybody would just stop, there wouldn't be a freaking problem. Anyways.
0: Yes. Don't panic hoard.
1: Don't hoard, people. You fuck off. You don't need to hoard things. No. Just enough for you and your family for like two weeks. Unless you're like one of those people who do have an immune problem and you don't want to be out in public, that's the only acceptable time it is to buy extra. Okay? Right. And even then, you don't need eight pallets of toilet paper. Right. Oh my god. I can't. Anyways, neither okay.
0: here nor there. <laughs> Reno was a great fun time. I yes, had a blast. I'm glad. Um love you Victoria, love you Kimberly, and Ashley, y'all were great. Um that was a great time. Um I've watched so many movies over the last 48 hours. Oh
1: my god, I know.
0: Um let's see. Yesterday, what did I watch yesterday? <laughs> um do, 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 do. Do you I watched, watched The Lost Girls. I watched that today. Yeah, The Lost Girls. Um this morning I watched a Tyler Perry movie called A Fall from Grace. That was really fucking good. Hmm. That was on Netflix. That's like a thriller movie. I didn't. I thought he mostly did comedies.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Uh, the, the movie's fucking awesome. Um, I definitely recommend it. Um, I don't think it's based on anything true, but mm-hmm. it's like about a tri- a murder trial. Oh okay. It's very interesting. I don't want to give too much away. Yeah. Um, don't. but I highly highly recommend it. Okay. Um, it's only like an hour and a half or two hours. Um, and then I also started Midsummer today. That one's pretty good. It's spoopy, if you're into that. Hmm. Um, I haven't finished it, so I can't like give it a great like finish yeah, recommendation. Review. But um, I did Fair. watch that. Oh, I have a list. Of, I started a list this year of movies I've watched because like I always joke that I've like never watched movies. Smart. Um, I also watched. Do, 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 oh, yesterday I watched uh, a Marriage Story on Netflix with adam driver and um scarlett johansson Mm -hmm. that was really good Mm -hmm. um i also watched a documentary on voyeurism interesting um it's called voyeur on netflix it's it honestly will piss you off um
1: we could talk about it on here if you want to okay uh, I'll, because I'll it, is, to, not today. it is a true I'm, story. I'm in a bad headspace today, but maybe I'm going to go, <laughs> when I get office, watch Some Love is Blind because it's so terrible. That it'll take <gasps> I just finished off. that yesterday too. That
0: was the other thing I watched. I watched uh, the um, finale in reunion. Um, if you haven't watched Love is Blind on Netflix, it is truly hot garbage. It is garb- hot it's garbage. It's so
1: good. It's yeah, so It's addicting.
0: Like Honestly, like after watching it, I, I might have said this last week. I, I get why people watch The Bachelor. And yes. I, no, I told you this. Please yeah, watch Bachelor I, I get
1: it. because I still think Bachelor is better, personally. Really? Okay. Yes. I will. Watch the, it. This upcoming season, I will watch with you no, and well, we can got talk about it. So go back and watch Peter's season because it's on Hulu. and then we I can heard he talk sucks, about, though. He does, but, like, it's still good. Like, it's still entertaining. <laughs> okay. I'll see if I can binge it while we're still on hiatus Thank from you. work. Okay. Um, Fun and fresh things. I don't really got a lot other oh, than Love on. is Blind yeah I've been taking walks just to get out of the house with my pups they're very happy about it get the baby oh, some good. fresh air um, Express is having a 40% off sale and I got a sweater I've been wanting other than that <laughs> oh is that the one you guys
0: sent us, that you sent us a picture of I did Good.
1: I'm I thought about it. Because it's very cute. The next day, it was not on sale. And then I'm like, well, they'll probably do a sale for St. Patrick's Day. So I'll just see. And then they did. Well, I think it's <laughs> more like, please shop because we're closing all our stores. And so <laughs> I got it 40% well, off.
0: You know, that actually happened to us this weekend, too. Because, like, we were in Reno. And we happened to drive by a Nordstrom Rack. And we are like, well, let's yeah. just pop
1: in there. Yeah.
0: And they were doing 10% off all weekend for customer appreciation.
1: But I think yeah.
0: it was because they're like nobody's fucking shopping right now yeah
1: nobody wants to but go bitch i got a free people top and some page jeans for fifty dollars total it looked so cute on you too so those were good finds
0: um if, for those of you I... don't
1: know we have a group <laughs> chat between jamie audrey and i where we send each other clothes that we want to buy <laughs> yeah and, and decide we, if it's worth it or not and or we try on things and we mm-hmm. elicit some honest feedback you you don't you know friends who can give you some honest feedback are hard to come by 100 because like you know like that romper i tried on you guys were like e-. you know not everything is gonna look good on you so like you need no. friends who are gonna tell you like no return that honey return yeah it. like that's not flattering no. that makes your ass look
0: weird or we, like whatever
1: like we know you're hot but that doesn't look good on you so yeah, get your, if you don't have friends like that, y'all, I hope that you can find some because it's it's you need some in your life.
0: You know, and if you don't have that person in your life, send us a DM.
1: Yeah, we'll will, your, we we'll will we will either validate your outfit
0: or tell you that it sucks. Yes, I'm I I'm here for it. Yeah, our <laughs>
1: DMs are open. Hit us up. <laughs> open. Anyways, so I think that's all we have for today. Um, yes, we will be back pool. Monday mm-hmm. with a regular, and then Wednesday with a screen recap. Of that, um, the most dangerous man of all. Yes. Um. I wrote it down, so I didn't forget. You guys, please stay inside unless you really have to go outside. Yes. You may not be afraid of getting sick yourself, but the more people you have in contact with, the more likely you, even if you don't get sick, you can carry it and give it to somebody who is immune compromised or older. And just don't be an asshole. Please. Don't be an asshole. Uh, Coming from someone that has, one,
0: autoimmune disease, and two, takes medication that is immunosuppressant, one, I should not be going out in public anyways, Mm, but two, um, don't get me sick, or I will
1: find you, You and I know how to dispose of a body. Exactly. You just don't ever know by looking at somebody, and yeah, so just, I mean, I I get you might not be afraid for you, but think of other people. Please.
0: Think of the babies. Think of the old people. Think of the people you never would thought would get sick, but they might anyways.
1: Right. So,
0: again, anyways, on that that note,
1: listen to our podcast. Thank you. Share it with a friend. Yes. And that's it. Okay. Okay. Bye. Goodbye.